0: News. 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 New York City.
1: The FAQ NYC podcast is getting more and more interesting by the minute. F-A-Q. F-A-Q. <laughs> it's FAQ NYC. bum i am Harry Siegel here with Christina Greer and Adam Kamara. We're raring to go. Joining us is Dana Rubenstein of Politico, uh, here to talk about what happens to Mayor Bill de Blasio once he's not president. Most likely. Let's jump right in.
0: Burn. Okay, so this week on FAQ NYC, we have Dana Rubenstein of Politico. And you and Sally Goldenberg Mm -hmm. just wrote a fantastic piece on de Blasio. Thank you. And where he is, Mm -hmm. where he's going, Mm -hmm. and where he's been. Mm -hmm. Um, So – Can you just summarize the piece for our listeners just in case they haven't read it? And then Harry and I have some thoughts and some questions about our dear 109th mayor.
2: Yeah. I mean the the premise was what will his final two years in office look like following the inevitable seeming demise of his presidential campaign?
1: The article, the headline at least very nicely says after the likely demise.
2: Yeah. You have to hedge – Oh, Anything d- could happen.
1: It's that Mark Twain line, uh, you know. Reports of my death have been
2: have been, yes,
1: greatly exaggerated, mm-hmm. a possibly apocryphal. Mark Twain line. This is it in reverse. It's a
2: right, right. Well, you know, his his as he will point out, his mortality was considered unlikely to, Although it's very much as he would also say, apples and oranges. So. I might argue apples and steak. But then again,
0: you know, granted, I'm not comparing him to Barack Obama at all. But (laughs) let's be clear, when Barack Obama first stepped on the scene, Barack Hussein Obama was going up against the most powerful Democratic family in the history Mm -hmm. of the latter 20th century. So I'm sure some people saw that as a pipe dream. Now, those two are not the same.
2: But correct, but shit happens, right?
0: It really does. Okay, so we're saying a possible loss—
2: Right. Should everything level, go as everyone as the anticipates it will go. Right. It. the 12
0: people in New Hampshire have anticipated. Right. The 12 people who have seen him for his, his speeches.
2: Right. Uh, what will his mayoralty look like? And I'm personally curious, as someone who has to pay attention to him. You know, I assume you guys are too. So that was the premise. and And the conclusion, which is, of course, should also be hedged, is that it probably won't be so great. Now— It won't be so great. Why? Well, because not only will he be a lame duck, but he's coming back a weakened man. You know, if he had not decided to put himself up for this this position of national importance, the most important national position one could have, and then come back defeated, he'd arguably be slightly less weakened. But then you also pile on top of that his lame duck status and, you know, the fact that everyone will be sort of tearing his record apart as they vie to replace him. Um, and don't forget our, about our good friend Andrew Cuomo,
0: right? Who always, <laughs> who
2: always likes to torture him, and who himself has said that he has not, he has not ruled out a fourth term, right?
1: He is yeah. very much not
2: right, and that's his whole. I mean, he operates under the very astute belief that one should never rule out another term because it immediately disempowers you, which is correct. Mm-hmm.
1: And De Blasio, because the term limits does right. not have he has no
2: choice in the matter
1: that option, right. so he's the first. New York City mayor to run for president as mayor since uh, Hot John Lindsay. Hot
0: John Lindsay. That is how he is to be referred to on this podcast at all times. He
2: was, in fact, hot. Oh, goodness.
0: Same with Hot J. Inslee. That's his name on this podcast as well. Interesting. Yes, indeed.
2: According to whom is he hot? This podcast. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. Hot John Lindsay was the last the sitting last mayor to run.
1: And he started with real political capital of yeah. a sort de Blasio didn't have and, and burned it.
2: Sure. America's mayor. He was sort of compared to the Kennedys, to Camelot. He was
1: um, – He was in Harlem when there were not riots. At, at a moment when things were going in, in a dark direction in America and people were very scared mm-hmm. and he sort of appeared like he could have been this, this transformative figure. And By yeah. the time he was done running and the PBA was done with him, among mm-hmm. other things, you know, that, that went away.
2: Right. He the, had much farther to fall than de Blasio did.
1: How does a mayor have so little distance to fall? It's, it's. I mean, it's sort of remarkable to it me.
2: It is remarkable. Right. I'm, so I, I mentioned in this story this event I went to, this press conference, where two participants in the press conference attacked the mayor in front of the press at the press conference for failing to mention the issue that they wanted mentioned. And I just could not imagine... Just, you know, your sort of average advocate being so unafraid of the mayor. That yeah. would never happen with Cuomo. Say what you will about the man. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's got things. But but he inspires fear, at least respect, right? These, these And order. Yes. And these women, you know, had no fear of him. Well, I
0: think, you know, what's adding to some of the embarrassment is that you've got this Thirty-six-year-old mayor from South Bend, you know. So it's not like, oh, well, I'm the only mayor in the race, and I'm going up against governors and senators and billionaires. There is another mayor in the mm-hmm. race who's not from a top-tier city,
2: who's thirty-six years, almost half of De Blasio's age, mm-hmm. and is killing the game, and whose record is mixed. Right? It's in- not a perfect indeed. record either. He
1: has his own. Race and policing problems, sure. and who made his intro to New York and to the fundraising circuit, you know, at, at a very well attended party at uh, Molly Youngfest, that had all of these people of the sort De Blasio doesn't like to schmooze with mm-hmm. there, and Corey Johnson mm-hmm. there. You know, who, Who just speaking of de Blasio exhaustion, I think, and I've said to him, very much wants to run for mayor as, like, the personality oh, yeah. corrective mm-hmm. to de Blasio, maybe above all else. The
2: fun-loving
0: mayor. Yeah. Well, because I think for so many New Yorkers, it feels like de Blasio is not having fun. And part of the reason why he's running for the presidency is because he just wants to get out of this, you know, trash-smelling city. I mean, he seems like he's so annoyed every time he's talking to you all, meaning the press— and when he's talking to us, meaning citizens. Not to
2: mention when he's talking to his staff. I mean, he mm-hmm. doesn't really seem to like any aspect of the job. Right. So, which is strange, because why then would he think he would like being the president? Right. Which is probably not that dissimilar of a job, except it's probably worse in all of the ways that he hates, right? Talk about a dedicated press corps. I mean, you know, everything's right. amplified. And also, it's it's a
0: 28-hour-a-day job. right where you you can't just shirk on responsibilities and pass it off. You know, I didn't get this done because of the governor or I didn't get this done because of the federal government. You are the beginning and the end yeah. as the executive of the United States.
1: And the mayor has been much more the uh, the buck passer oh, in almost yeah. every sense than, than where the buck stops, Right, this mayor.
0: Yeah. Right. So <laughs> some people, I guess, would have signs on the front of their door that says the buck stops here. His would essentially be... You can pass the buck.
1: Sure. What blows me away with de Blasio right now is he's trying to sort of move away from his New York record. and The New York Post just did a good job actually of ticking off all of the accomplishments because he's given the side the, eye the I mean which I'm very much I'm with with New York Post. They, they did a good job I, though of ticking off. I missed
2: off what you're referring to though.
1: His, his, the things he's taking credit for on the national campaign trail mm-hmm. like this carbon emissions plan that's been agreed to uh. in theory. Um, among several other but things. But not
2: even agreed to in theory. He's been so disingenuous. Uh, disingenuous is, is also not quite the right word. He's, he's lying. He's, Shout out to
1: Errol Lewis for, for holding him to this and then him yes, continuing to lie. Yes,
2: unbelievable.
1: But he, Words
2: he have meaning.
1: Why does way to a second term here. And we can also point to the delay in reaching any resolution in the Daniel Pantaleo case, and never Which mind the other officers. Of course, it's the, the federal I government's
2: mean, fault. It's all the federal government's.
0: Fault. If I could have eaten my television when that first of all, Julian Castro is the one who brought it up,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then the you know the moderators then asked De Blasio. He thank immediately. You, thank you,
1: Jake Tapper, for for following up on that. De
0: Blasio then punts to Joe Biden. But what I thought was so indicative of where he is in his standing as a candidate for the U.S. presidency, which goes back to this amazing article that you and Sally wrote, is that Biden, Harris, Booker, Gillibrand, Castro, then have a full conversation about Eric Garner, Mm -hmm. New York City— and the NYPD, and they completely ice out the mayor of New York City. If he were a real challenger to them, they would turn around, as we saw throughout the night, and say, point their finger at him, what did you do? You dropped the ball. And I think worse than being attacked, and we say this all the time in academia, is being ignored.
2: Mm, that's a very good point. I mean,
0: I if someone wants to shred my book apart, have at it. If you ignore my book and mm-hmm. just pretend that I never wrote it
2: that's more devastating to me as a scholar devastating to you because you are self aware and also aware of the politics (laughs) at play but apparently not devastating to him right well i mean
1: is he not self-aware is he not aware of the politics at play
2: i don't i don't know what he is and is not aware of but he he sort of trundles along as though he's just well is he bothered by is he in for a penny in for a pound i don't really know what that means well Throwing good money after
0: bad in the sense that I think so, it's, yeah. this is failing, but to quit now and to come home, it's like, okay, I failed. It's August. My bad. Wh- like, why not just, in his mind, stay in it until the very last dead flower falls I off of
2: I think that's right. <laughs> the, the tree. He wants to give it a chance, and also he's having fun. Everyone who's following him around on the campaign trail says he's having fun. You watch him. Perry with Sean Hannity and he's having fun. Yeah. The guy likes to campaign and, f- you Creepiest know.
1: Creepiest date ever. The two of them are so happy. It I've was, never seen him like it that. It was
2: so
0: interesting. Well, I mean, he does look like he's genuinely having fun in Iowa and the fairs. and... It almost
2: makes he, me happy for Well, I mean, him. I mean, he's
0: gotten, you know, he's gotten a little makeover. I mm-hmm. mean, he but here's good. the thing, and that's fine. I want everyone to be happy, right? It's 2019. We don't know how much longer we have on this planet. Oh, you know, the salmon stuck. are dying. Like, what are you going to do? Mm. But. I want him to be happy, but if you're going to be happy, then just leave us. Just leave. So, leave us alone and and be happy.
2: Like quit the mayoralty?
0: Yeah, we know he's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's also a man in America, so that's never going to happen. <laughs> but <laughs> I have so many demographic thoughts on that. But you know, if if you don't want to do the job, there's so many people who really want to do it.
2: It's such an amazing job is the thing. Yeah. I mean, It is the capital in every manner but, you know, political of the United States. Mm -hmm. It's New York City. For people who like to problem solve, this is ideal. If you have any, like, sort of, you know, kernel of technocrat in you or any kernel of interest in in sort of, you know, leveraging power to do things, then yeah. But when he assembled
0: his original team, I thought, I was really—I I feel duped. I'm just going to say that, right? I was into his candidacy in 2013. I thought the team that he assembled when he got into office of the various commissioners, many of whom were women, so many women of color were there. There was just like a a sense of like youth and diversity that was really inspiring in some ways.
2: He's hired a lot of good people,
0: and they've all one by one, jumped off of this Titanic.
2: He even has good people still there, but what yeah. difference does it make? They're not empowered. Right. I mean, I guess maybe Catherine Garcia is empowered. He seems to cut her more slack than anyone else.
1: She's empowered to do everything.
2: Oh, yes, that's, that's probably the problem. Yeah, she's empowered to do everything. So he seems to regard her as someone who's capable. Right. And she's a woman. Great. But then everyone else,
1: he I feel seems like, to
2: disdain. Yeah. And so... I I guess I'm thankful that
0: whoever is in charge of his hiring and whoever he listens to when he hires, I guess I'm thankful that he has surrounded himself with good people. Whether he has listened to them over time, that's a different question. But they're the ones who are keeping the boat afloat. And I'm just sort of like then step aside, Clyde. Like there are other people who want to – who really want to implement a vision for this city. And we have 2 years left in about this About his seat.
1: vision in those 2 years. What 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 are his big plans for New York City which he is the mayor of what for those 2 years? What were his big years?
2: plans for the his second term? For the second 2 years yeah. of his first term. Really? I mean he 3k I think he wants to keep rolling out 3k. That's a wonderful thing. It's it's mixed.
1: It, it has the same problems, actually, with with the UPK, with the different unions for the teachers, oh, the yes. different pay scales. It's imperfect. It, 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 and it's not quite public, even though he wants to take credit for it, like his universal health care bullshit. Um, oh, no, it's well, not. No. I mean,
2: it's like can, the, but the, the pre-K, 3K thing is like an, it, it's UPK an
1: undeniable. UPK 3K is really good. appealing. Yeah. 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 It's,
2: it's kept kept a lot healthcare. of families in the city. Yes. Universal health care is another it's right up there with his divestment stuff it's just the it's not it's not true i where, mean where it's true we that we carriages? have can we just get oh. a quick update no okay that's there one campaign promise he has yet to fulfill so maybe he can prioritize that when he gets back
1: but the sense is he's not going to prioritize much at this point or it's not clear that he has a, a set an actual urban agenda the uh, the mayor of the largest city
2: and even if he did I, I don't think he could get it done Right. So maybe that's why he doesn't have one, can't be bothered.
1: Does Grants have a real agenda at this point? It's hard for me to tell because he has limited time remaining and he's focused on somewhat symbolic issues that are meant to tie onto larger ones. And I can't tell if he if he's a half a fraud or, 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 or farther along, quite honestly.
2: Yeah, I can't either. And I'm no DOE expert. But uh, I don't see the school integration stuff, the selective school integration stuff happening. I mean, do you think they're going to push real hard on that in Albany? Well, I mean –
1: it is a new day in Albany. Which, which
2: yeah, but the race politics there remain. I mean,
0: yeah, how how coalitions form in Albany with upstate versus downstate along racial lines. I mean, that's I don't I don't know about that. Apple.
2: Also, I've been really surprised, and this is probably just because I didn't grow up in New York City. I've been surprised how powerful the selective high school alumni associations are. That's crazy mm-hmm. to me.
1: Big mm-hmm. time. Um, I mean. Them aside, of course, de Blasio could and Carranza could set up like their own selective elite schools right now, demonstrate that there's a better model.
2: Yeah, like I think – what is it, five of the seven mm. that he well, can well, do on his own? Five,
1: five of the eight that yeah, are – use the SHSATs as the sole basis of admissions, mm-hmm. he could change. But mm-hmm. they're actually a relatively small share of the students. Mm-hmm. Outside of those eight, he could take five of them out immediately The Bloomberg added mm-hmm. – um, he could also just create new schools, take existing schools, create new standards for admissions there and say this is going to be uh, uh, the, the 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 place for the uh, best and brightest of New York, assuming he wants to separate them, which incidentally I personally have, have a good deal of doubt about. Hmm. Um, I think like those separated students, like their value ends up being like, oh, look what Stuyvesant did for these people. It's like those kids are going to do well and be fine almost anywhere and you're really just isolating them from the rest of the city. I think that's weird at the high school level and just foul at the uh, hmm. kindergarten level, where you have citywide GNT, mm-hmm. but lots of districts don't actually have enough kids, so they don't have any gifted and talented programs. I guess none of those kids are gifted and talented, so it's very suspicious.
0: Well, but I I think what you're bringing up, though, Harry, is this uber complex issue that needs people at the table to sort of talk it through with the mayor and the school chancellor. And the problem is the mayor is not here to have these hard conversations to talk it through. Nor is he interested to sit at the table with all these various stakeholders who have interesting ideas. And we can figure out some version of what's best for our city's children. But the mayor doesn't seem like he wants to physically or intellectually be a part of these
2: hard debates. Nor, as someone who came up as a campaign operative, does he seem interested in charting out a course to make it doable politically, right? Mm -hmm. Chart out a campaign. Right. I don't see that happening. Well, I mean, we
0: saw that with that mental health initiative. What are we up to?
1: $850
0: million? Yeah.
1: Oh, how is de Blasio raising the money to stay in this race and ideally to get enough backers to end up in the next debate, as he is working to do, by the way? I mean,
2: apparently he's been. Raising money from people who do business before the city, many of them real estate developers. Huh? Hold my pearls. I'm shocked.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dana, say it ain't so. And, and no Sally, way. Sally
1: reported right that uh, he also had uh, prominent members of the Orthodox Jewish community oh, reach I forgot out about there. That.
2: Forgive mm-hmm. me. Yes. And
1: say so. So in addition to Which, the people doing business with the city, like like, hey, you don't have to like this guy. You don't have to amazing. support him, but just give him a dollar. Yeah. It'll be good for us.
2: Yes. I mean extremely transactional sort of, I mean, I, we can say this as, as Jews, right? I mean, extremely transactional, you know, block of voters. And yeah, it, you know, many of whom are very conservative and many of whom probably voted for Trump. And he's relying on them to, to sort of keep his progressive campaign alive.
1: And to claim small dollar donations yes. that he needs to get into mm-hmm. these debates. Mm-hmm.
2: You got to wonder what they're going to get in return. I mean, he's got that yeshiva investigation, which oh, is more than four, four years. years old. I mean, it's yeah. older than my child, and it's still not, you know, mm-hmm. still not complete. Mm-hmm. Like, how hard is this? I don't know. Right.
0: I, I think that there are a few. There was the, I mean. Matsitsa
2: Bepa. Whatever happened with Matsitsa The To be. How many kids have gotten herpes? I, I Matsitsa thought... Bepa, do you know what that is?
1: Oh, yeah. Then, I know, now I know what you're talking about, yeah.
2: I, mean, I don't really want to describe it. Yeah, that, I mean, you know. we can, we can. Yeah.
0: But I, I think that that's that's a great concern because as mayor, he could have shut shut down a lot of that. Sure. I mean, and even with the measles outbreak, he could have sort of been firm as far as uh, enforcement.
2: Uh, no, in fairness, decent. no one really takes on the. I mean, people say Bloomberg took on the the Matisse thing more, but I mean, no, consent. Forms, he didn't get
1: anything done. Yeah. Bloomberg. It, it, this, this, these are difficult issues. Like people who do not fully consent to be governed. And are self-organized, mm-hmm. like imposing government on them until you get up to like the quarantine level mm-hmm. is very, very difficult. And, and I can't put that entirely on the bus. And Blaziki. it's also,
0: it's even more difficult when this particular group of people votes. Yes. So like governance is really difficult when I know that if you're displeased with me, you can mobilize en masse.
2: Of course, all of this sort of fades away when you're a second term mayor, one would mm-hmm. hope. Right? right. And you don't have sort of local political aspirations.
1: Right. And pro tip, you have no political future like all of your right. predecessors. So you can just, just
2: go balls to the wall to use a horrible
1: phrase. Good. Right. You
2: can, yeah, Good. You can just
1: it, go for it. It, it. It's really a shame. I don't see that happening. And, 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 and by the way, with the Eric Garner, Daniel Pantaleo decision that finally came this week, I'm not going to call it a trial justice or anything else. It, you know, what's fascinating was, was well, Commissioner O'Neill. Al Sharpton, and pretty much everyone in between was talking about this. It's like th- this is not justice. This is not a full mm-hmm. resolution. This is what this system provides for. de Blasio was using this incredibly different language mm-hmm. where he was talking about this chapter is done. Justice has, justice been has finally been delivered. Uh, yeah. That just didn't correspond with anyone else's sense of reality and I have to think it was just meant in the hopes he was going to outrace this nationally and like take a day's spanking of questions you know Mm -hmm. from MSNBC hosts
2: that might well work I mean national media it's hard to keep on top of Mm -hmm. what's happening in every locality where someone is you know from which someone's running
0: so let's just say going back to this amazing article that you and Sally wrote for Politico if you haven't read it check it out Um, so there are a few scenarios when if De Blasio returns mm-hmm. defeated, right? Some people say he'll be so focused on trying to like wiggle his way into the DNC or some sort of National Democratic Party stuff. He'll mm-hmm. he'll still just try and keep his name in the national conversation. Sure. Um some people say that he could come back and be inspired. It's like, you know,
2: you got to uh, leave that opportunity open. Yeah, so. and so it's
0: like, you know what? I don't want my legacy to be sort of whack John John Lindsay, so I'm going to come back and rededicate myself to the citizens of New York and spend the last two years just implementing things and working like a a horse or something in the middle. Yeah. What do you think?
2: Well, I think that it's not impossible that he'll come back and try to work hard. I mean, if his aides, the ones he listens to, of whom I think there's like one, you know, if they make a convincing case that it's in his interest.
0: I'm not willing to actually completely discount him. Like, he was an organizer in Iowa Mm -hmm. at one point in time. He does, you know, connect with black folks at various points in time. He's a good campaigner. He is a good... He likes doing it, and Mm -hmm. you can tell. So even though people aren't showing up at his speeches and town halls, is he connecting with folks? And, like, all it takes is for... Him to sort of not come in dead last in Iowa when, you know, possibly coming fifth and he's in the conversation. Yeah. I don't know if that's probable. Can you get anything for New York out of all this? Uh, Can you
1: get anything for New York out of all this at the end? If he gets a little moment, right, and then he does not become president and he comes back here, are there any signs, you know, when he was running for mayor, his whole thing was I'm going to get this millionaire's tax. Mm And that didn't quite happen, but he did get the universal pre-K. Is there any sort of hope for New York on those terms, that, that he's offering some vision that means he has to produce certain things here?
2: I, I don't think so. Have you seen anything to that effect? Nope.
1: <laughs> I was hoping I was missing something.
2: I could be missing something. I, you know, there's a lot happening right now. No.
0: What's going on? I was on break yesterday <laughs> before you.
1: And does my anyone? Twitter feed is so depressing. Oh my God. All of ours. Um, Unbelievable. Does anyone want his endorsement? Is there going to be any de Blasio legacy? And are any people from his administration maybe going to run to be the next mayor?
2: I don't know if anyone's going to ask for his endorsement. I. How? Can you think of anyone? Nope. Me neither. But I would. Then I was thinking, did anyone? Have, I mean, I guess Quinn kind of wanted Bloomberg's endorsement, but did she ever get it?
0: Well, by the time she needed it, he was persona non grata, and so, so she was sort of yoked to yeah. him, right? Unfortunately for her,
2: right. So, yeah, I don't think anyone will want it.
0: <laughs> I mean, but a lot could happen in two years. Like, what if he comes back and he's motivated and. He's doing great I, You things. know, it's
2: possible. It's just as it's possible that he could pull out a win for the presidency, it is possible that he could come back and be really motivated. People are hard to predict. Yeah. But he's not ever been a particularly motivated-seeming mayor except at the very beginning.
1: Yeah. So is he going to weave much of a legacy behind? Is there anyone looking to continue that legacy?
2: People will continue the the education, you know, the pre-K stuff, right? People will continue the the social programs that he's had a hand in building, right? Like paid sick will continue that sort of thing, you know. But what what would his legacy be aside from those?
0: Well, I think that was the question when he was running for re-election. He kept repeating that.
2: Right, which I mean those are
0: accomplishments.
2: But it's I will just, say, I will say this.
0: To be fair to the mayor, I think the conversation about statues is important. Like and the commission, and I like, agree. looking at the people who are on that commission. I think the initial hiring of certain commissioners mm-hmm. was really important. and like making sure he had really smart people of color around him, mm-hmm. even in the beginning. Many of whom have left, but not all, as you pointed out. And many um, of whom,
2: from what I gather, might have felt like they were checking a box mm-hmm. that they that he was using them as mm-hmm. symbols. But symbols do matter. And you know what? So does getting paid. And unfortunately, you know,
0: like in this sexist, <laughs> racist society that we live in. But like, once you're sort of in a certain bracket, like you'll forever be a commissioner. And
2: yeah, you'll for be some fine.
0: it'll it'll help you out, you mm-hmm. know, and help out all the people around you. So like, there's one piece. I also think that the conversation that we had as a city about stop and frisk
2: Mm -hmm.
0: has trickled to other cities. And even though we're larger than every other city, I think the fact that de Blasio did say, it's like we don't have to harass Black and Latinx youth to have a safe city. And even after Eric Garner, when Pat Lynch pulled the slowdown and we were still a safe city— Mm-hmm. I think that that showed a lot of activists and other city leaders in other places that you don't have to have a police state to sort of govern correctly. Mm-hmm. So
2: I'll be fair. Like that to me is helpful. Yeah, and the economy has so far remained and strong and all those things. that. Like him but is the crime thing him either? You know, crime mm-hmm. goes up and down in ways that yeah, you know, no one, but, but you have to – You have to give credit to the person in power because you're going to blame them if things go awry. So it's just how it goes. Mm.
1: So who are the weeding people vying to replace de Blasio at this point?
2: Corey Johnson.
1: And how do their visions relate to his?
2: That's such a good question. Corey's sort of setting himself up as like a more, I mean, equally progressive, right? But more pragmatic Better at politics and –
1: I'm curious too. I don't quite know where he is. I understand him more as a personality than I'm sure where he's going to be at ideologically or what his vision would be.
2: Well, he's definitely courting like the safe – not that I think this is a large demographic, but he's made a concerted effort to court the safe streets, transportation advocate folks. Yeah. Uh, You know, the MTA – the people who care about the subway which is a lot of people he's making a bid for them with his his bid to have mayoral control of the subway which you know won't ever happen but is a good sort of rhetorical mm-hmm. trick helpful
1: to push mm-hmm. yeah and and he preemptively decided not to take large dollars which maybe would have right. been a little boxed out of but but that does create a different relation with yeah, your donors and constituents sure
2: and i don't think he would have been boxed out because he's the you know he's the speaker of the council he has a lot of big real estate developers in his district so that's all very interesting. He's pushed back on the paid vacation. Yep. Uh, so he's sort of sign- signaling that he's sort of pragmatic about business things, I guess.
1: That small businesses can only take so, so many much. of these mm-hmm. mandates before the expenses really start start shutting them down.
2: He's been going for like the animal rights folks with his mm-hmm. fur.
1: Although you retreated band. from that.
2: Right. Right. Huh. Yeah, no, he's a bit of a puzzle, but he's definitely running as someone who New Yorkers can like.
1: So Adams, Stringer, Diaz, is there somebody who is? it's interesting to me because de Blasio was sort of unpopular but is an easily elected two-term mayor, mm-hmm. right, which is a Democrat without a crisis mm-hmm. after a primary in New York I think. And I'm just curious who, who would have a vision as we see it now that, that would probably have the most continuity and who would have the most difference or if that's, that's even clear at this point.
2: It's not clear to me. Yeah, I
0: think it's too soon to say. Because keep in mind, as of July 31st, 2013, de Blasio was like fourth or fifth in the polls. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like the Dante ad and sort of, you know, the real reframing. Demise of Wiener. The demise of Wiener, the yolking of Quinn to Bloomberg and like you stole a third term. It's like, well, I mean, the citizens of New York voted for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she helped usher it. Um you know, sort of John Lou having uh, being, the the money troubles, being, or being taken down by
2: Preet in the Times, basically. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. So, like, you had all these things, and so this is how De Blasio survives a primary with no runoff. And keep in mind, Bill Thompson didn't challenge him, and he could have. You remember there was that conversation. It's like mm-hmm. he could have De Blasio won by such a small forty. That was after like Sharpton,
1: who likes to boast that he endorsed De Blasio, but did not. Did not endorse Thompson and just stayed right. back Well,
2: Thompson was such end. a drip. I and
1: mean. people thought because Bloomberg was so much weaker than anyone understood and spent $116 million that time on the books. More All the books because we know uh-huh. off To, to, to be been... like this is inevitable. Don't bother for his third term. And Thompson came much closer as Fred Siegel and Harry Siegel and basically no one else predicted. People are like, wow, Thompson is stronger than anyone realizes. No, people were voting
0: against Bloomberg, Bloomberg not for Thompson, and that's the fundamental difference. Thompson got votes because people were like, I'm pissed at you, Mike Bloomberg, Yep. so I'm voting for this dude who I really don't care about, but that's not a vote for Bill Thompson. That's That's right. a vote against
1: Michael Bloomberg. Even with like the UFT and institutional support, he just ran a profoundly uninspiring campaign, and shout out to the – and rest in peace to the great Wayne Barrett Mm -hmm. for his Unbelievable reporting about how Bloomberg had Thompson's wife at the time over a barrel with involving money and this museum that she was trying to set up. That was one of the most brain blowing stories. Anyone will ever read except nobody read it because Wayne wrote like 22,000 words, unfortunately, here <laughs> mm. that came out shortly after the race. But the, the the Bloomberg essentially had like an emergency switch that he never even had to press of, of immense personal leverage over his opponent in that wow. race. Oh. But I think if it was two points closer, he would have. I'll put a link to this if you go yeah. to the FAQ page. Well, I
0: mean, just remember though, in 2013, I mean, Bill Thompson couldn't give a straight answer about how we felt about stop and frisk.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, that's true. Your memories are sharper than mine. Oh, I'm mm-hmm.
0: selective.
1: But John Liu <laughs> was, uh, w- w- was the queerest and the most passionate about this. And had
2: the Listen. clearest progressive record. John Liu
1: is basically
0: Chrissy Greer in every single faculty meeting I've ever been in. I say something. And then a white man says the same exact thing, <laughs> yeah. and everyone's like, oh, yeah, what uh-huh. Bill said. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, I literally just said it. I literally just said the same thing. So it's like, yeah, that—and you could see the frustration. If you go back and rewatch the debate tapes, John Liu is so frustrated because <laughs> he would say, stop and frisk is wrong. Here's my proposal, A, B, and C. Crickets. de Blasio would then interject and say, you know what? I've been thinking about something. Stop and frisk is wrong. And here's my proposal, A, B, and C. And everyone's like, "Huh? Well, let's let's have a follow up on that." It's John Liu is at one point. John Liu throws his hands up in the air because he's just like, "Are you serious?" And I was like, "You are basically every woman in a board meeting, every crazy a faculty meeting. It's the most frustrating thing ever to have someone steal your ideas right in front of you and not get credit for it." And John Liu was clearly the most progressive but i also asked john lewis like how are you going to be mayor if you got money problems and you were a controller mm-hmm. and you're putting it on this 24 year old so i think for some people um that was also part of the problem
2: also de blasio had a very clever slogan i mean it sounds simplistic and stupid but you know, he's good at that. Tale of Two Cities, I mean, it's trite and it annoying Freddy and all Ferrer's of
1: that. 2005 yes. slogan. He had a great ad team. Mm-hmm. Shout out to John uh, Delcoque, no, whose name I'm, I'm, Del, sure I'm uh, butchering. Del, Del Yep, Delcocco. I yeah. can't. I'm no, sorry. No, it's not respectfully. No,
2: it's okay.
1: Um, and, and, you know, he's trying to revive a lot of this now. He's like, like like, like ready. Uh,
2: No, No, de Blasio.
1: De Blasio, Blasio, Jeff Mays had actually a very good piece in the Times just about all the ways he's trying to like reignite Mm -hmm. the 2013 magic. And a lot of that does have to do with promoting himself and his family on like personal terms, which have worked for him up to this point throughout his Mm -hmm. political uh, career. Um,
0: What I think is so interesting is that uh, Thompson had a son, a teenage son during the 2013 election and chose not to bring him –
2: Yeah, people have – yeah, it's a controversial thing to use your children like that.
1: I I will say that there were issues involving um, substance abuse and de Blasio's daughter that we all knew about during the 2013 cycle and no one in the media reported. Not the vile New York Post or anyone else. No one. And then right after winning –
2: yeah, it was like they cr- put out christmas their own, eve or something yeah i
1: believe it was christmas eve which is also yeah um th- they put out th- th- this very glossy highly produced video explaining these that, that in some ways to me is almost a precursor to what happened with with thrive
2: it it was the it was the basis for thrive
0: mm-hmm. but see i don't like policy like that I don't like the personal, personal narrative and, and then all of a sudden I'm using city funds because I have this personal story. It's like, well, I mean, I cook dinner, that doesn't mean I should be running a restaurant.
2: So it's not about it's not about it's, you, it's yeah. not about them, it's about the city. Obviously, there are mental health needs in the city, but I'm not sure that that's well, Yeah, I, it's, I I mean, it's I just sort never uncomfortable why, like
0: a doctor wasn't heading it or or a public health professional. Sure. You know, we just Talked about Corey and oh, like these people. Yes, who, can like, we go
2: back to Corey? They like.
0: Well, I mean, that's a whole nother episode. I'm I'm fascinated, and I'm also fascinated to see if he will have certain Buttigieg coattails.
1: Huh. He is too.
0: You know, like I mean, I think Corey is perfectly capable of solidifying his own identity and his own, um, framing his own accomplishments on his own. But I think for some New Yorkers. When thinking about could this young guy, could this gay guy be the mayor of New York City? I think that the presence of Buttigieg further normalizes Corey's candidacy in a way that uh, I don't know if – I think he's going to pick up some votes essentially from people who are are much more open-minded after this presidential campaign. I could be wrong.
2: Uh, I very
0: rarely am, but (laughs) (laughs) – So thank you so much, Dana, yeah, for coming no, in. My pleasure. Um, for and thank me. you and Sally for writing that fantastic piece. If you haven't checked it out on Politico, the title is?
1: After the likely demise of the de Blasio's campaign, what comes next? And it is not an optimistic picture based on the people that you and Sally talk with, um, mostly on background. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's actually a, a very helpful one. It points to some of the things where we could really use a uh, engaged and active mayor.
2: Well thanks for thanks for touting it and for having me on.
1: Thank you so much for joining.
2: Thank you Dana.
0: Shout out to Politico.
2: FAQ, F-A-Q.
0: FAQ NYC, a production of Racket Media, is supported by a grant from Sybil, a blockchain company reinventing the economics of journalism, and from listeners like you. We're headquartered and recorded this week at NYU's McSilver Institute for Poverty Policy and Research. A special thank you to Dana Rubenstein of Politico and also her co-author on this amazing piece, Sally Goldenberg, who couldn't join us today. Our executive producer is Alex Brooklyn, and Adam Kamara recorded and mixed today's episode. If you don't know, check into FAQ.nyc for the facts.